Welcome to the Open Communication Podcast, hosted by me, Diane Hatke. I'm a wife, mother, small business owner, fitness and health enthusiast, and like the name says, on this podcast, I am going to openly communicate about all of that and everything in between. It's a lot of fun. Be sure to follow me so you don't miss anything good, and I hope you enjoy the show. Before we dive in, a quick word from our sponsor, me, I'm the sponsor. (laughs) I'm so excited to announce that my new program is available. You can get Unleashed as an online course only or coupled with one-on-one eight weeks of coaching with me. This is for you if you feel like you've bought into the idea of what your ideal life should look like. This is for you if you feel like you've sacrificed parts of yourself for your relationship, your career, or your children, and you no longer feel whole. This is for you if you find yourself acting and reacting in ways you later wish you hadn't, or if you fail to show up for yourself and your goals in the way that you know possible. In this program, we clarify what you want and who you want to show up as. We dive into the old programming and limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and we work through ways to release this. Then we dive into your conflicting desires, the parts of yourself that you've pushed down and denied so that you can begin to fulfill these areas of your life that need to be seen and to accept them for who you fully are. Finally, we will create the version of yourself that you want to be and that you want to show up as so that you can start stepping into who you fully are. If you want to learn more or if you are ready to join, please visit my website, dianehatke.com. That is D-I-A-N-N-E-H-A-T-K-E.com. All right, you ready? Now on to the show. Welcome back to the Open Communication Podcast. I am wanting to talk about some stuff that has come up for me and my relationship recently because I think it can be really beneficial for any area of your life, but also for your relationship if you're not in one or if your relationship is going really well. This still covers pretty much everything, so um, we're going to get into that. But first, I do want to preface this with, I fully understand that some of the things that are true for me might not be true for other people. Some of the experiences and what I've learned from those experiences might not hold true for other people. So when I'm sharing my story, my experience, when I'm offering advice, if it doesn't sit well with you, if it doesn't feel right to you, then feel free to move on from it. And I'm sure that you do, but um, as a coach, I don't want anyone to take what I say as 100% true for them. I don't want anyone to ever feel like if I say this and it doesn't feel good to them, then maybe there's something wrong with them because sometimes one person's truth just isn't true for everyone else. So just want to throw that out there. But um, today I really want to talk about how you determine what you experience and how if you believe you're going to experience something, chances are that's actually what's going to show up for you. And this really came about because my husband and I have been working through a lot of stuff over the last year and a half, and 
recently we had a conversation where he told me that he still feels disconnected from me and from our relationship at times. And I feel the same. And I think that I know where this comes from. And it's something that I personally have been working on. Um, But I guess we haven't done the best job of really talking about it. But he, we sat down for a conversation the other day and he's like, I just feel disconnected sometimes and I don't know what it is. And this conversation stemmed from me telling him that I didn't really fully agree with the concept of needing to fill your partner's love cup or love tank. So if you're familiar with the five love languages, um, part of that is filling your relationship love tank. But the way he had been talking about it a lot, and we even discussed it in therapy, and the way the therapist kind of described it was not necessarily filling a relationship love tank, but filling the other person's. And I I don't know how much I agree with that. It's still something that I am exploring and trying to understand because I've always been the type of person who's like, sometimes life is just like that. Like you got to take care of yourself. So I know that that's partially who I am, but I truly believe that it is your own job to create your happiness. And if you aren't happy going into a relationship, it's not the other person's job to fill that cup up for you. You need to fill your own happiness cup. I need to fill my own happiness cup. And then we come together and enjoy that together. Um, and so I'm sure there was some misunderstanding there, but the therapist was like, well, don't you enter a relationship to feel more, to like get more love? And I was like, no, actually I don't. Like I'm, I does not, I, I, I think I get it. I want relationships for other reasons. So anyway, this kind of sparked the whole conversation. And Seth had been saying that he doesn't feel like I do enough to show him love. And ultimately what came out of this was I have been trying to do things to show him love, but those things are things that I know he enjoys but aren't quite in my comfort zone or they're not quite natural to me. And so he said, yeah, I see, I recognize that you're doing these things, but they feel fake or forced. And I had to say, well, they are kind of forced. They're not necessarily fake because I do want to improve our relationship. I do want to make you feel loved, but this isn't the natural way that I do it. But because this is how you see things and how you understand things to happen or how you have told me that I can make you feel loved, this is what I'm doing. And it's coming across to him still as um, in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for right now? I don't want to say, I'm, I'm thinking invaluable, but it's not that. It's as, um, oh my gosh, inauthentic. There we go. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me through that. As inauthentic. And to an extent it is because it's just not natural for me. It's not, I, I have... I'm not very good at showing affection. And so I'm actually having to put effort into it. I'm having to plan, you know, um, gift giving to him or affirming to him because that's just not something, it's not something that I personally need and it's not something that I'm good at giving. And so because of this and because I don't think he understands how I show love, he has decided that we're still disconnected. And in some ways we definitely are. And I think another part of that is because we both have recognized that we're not comfortable fully showing up as ourselves to the other person. And so we still hold ourselves back a little bit. And when that happens, there's always going to be disconnect. You're not going to be able to feel fully connected with someone that you don't feel like you can be fully yourself with. And this is something that I have been working on. And I explained this to him. I'm like, I've been working on this behind the scenes because he's 
he thinks that my self-work, I, I had to explain, I was like, my self-work comes into our relationship. When I work on myself, when I work on these things, these patterns in myself, it improves us, even though you don't see it happening. So I told him, I was like, I think what you don't see is that I am actually doing this work. When we get together and I feel something that I don't want to feel, or I get annoyed with you for no reason, it's just old patterns and programming popping in and taking control. Or when I'm looking at something you're doing going, ew, why are you doing that? That's a turnoff to me. Like, why? Why is it? That's that's stupid. It doesn't have to be. I can choose to shift that. And so he kept saying, I feel disconnected. I feel disconnected. And it took me a minute to kind of figure out how to explain it to him. But ultimately, he's choosing to feel disconnected. Even if there is some disconnect there, which there might be, If he goes into every moment feeling or thinking like, oh, we're not disconnected all the time and this is one of those times and great, I'm feeling disconnected again and I'm not happy and this isn't, this isn't what I want to feel like I want that amazing loving relationship that I see other people have, he's setting himself up for failure because he's already expecting to experience something. And even in those moments, if I'm feeling connected or if I feel like, even if we are, even if we're having a great time and he's still thinking that that's what's happening that's the experience that he is going to perceive and even if um we are in a moment where we aren't that disconnected he can still shift that and i can still shift that you can shift that so if you walk into something you're like well i'm not really feeling disconnected right now but i want to how does that feel and i'm going to embody that instead of lingering in this belief or idea that I'm not experiencing what I want to experience, you can shift it. You can change it. And so I asked him and I told him, I was like, this is what I've been doing for us. Behind the scenes, you're not necessarily seeing it because it's, you know, it's not a physical thing you can see. But if you are feeling disconnected, if you are feeling like there's something missing in a specific moment, try to become aware of it as it's happening and then shift it. Even if you truly don't believe that that is the case, shift it. Say, you know what? This is what I want to experience. I don't want to experience disconnect. I want to experience connection. And even if there maybe isn't the greatest connection right now, I'm going to choose to experience that anyway. And as you practice this, what you'll find is that you start to feel more of what you want to experience. Not only that, but when you sit in this feeling of I'm feeling this certain way, you're attracting more of that into you. And so when he sits in this experience of I'm not feeling connected, he's putting that out. And I'm picking up on that even even if unconsciously, because that's likely, you know, you're not fully aware of it, but then he's going to attract more of me being disconnected to him because that's what he's expecting me to give to him. And so if he automatically shifts that, or if he learns how to shift that, then he's going to be putting out a whole different energy, a whole different vibration. And he's going to relax himself around me because he's experiencing what he wants to experience, which will in turn signal to me again, most likely unconsciously, that I can relax and that I can be myself and that I can allow myself to feel even more connected with him. And this also, so if if you're still like, Diane, I don't know, are you sure? I want you to think, we all know the person who, you know, we've all had someone in our life where just nothing ever goes our way. 
they their life is a supposed shitstorm, and we look at it from the outside and we're like, well, your life really isn't that bad. And they have a major support system around them, people who are like, I'm here for you, I will support you, let me help you, you know, I care about you, and they refuse to see it. They have their mind made up that their life is shit and that nothing can help them and that nobody is there for them. And so even though their life isn't that bad. Even though they have this huge support system there for them, they still perceive the exact opposite because that's what they want to see. And then what happens? They keep believing this, keep believing this, keep sitting in this, and slowly that support system that was there for them gets pushed away. And so then they actually create this reality for them that they have no one there for them, that their life is shit. So this is essentially the same experience that Seth and I are going through and I'm trying to work with both of us to move away from. Instead of allowing yourself to sit in the things you don't want to experience, shift them. And I have done this with him with so many things because I have so many blocks and um, just old shitty programming tied to relationships that cause me to feel certain ways like repulsion, like just being completely turned off when certain things happen or being annoyed when he taps into his feminine side and when I which I shouldn't be and so in these moments when I'm angry or annoyed or feeling repulsed or just grossed out or just not turned on or even in moments during sex when he is being more vulnerable and open and I can feel myself shutting off I have been practicing allowing myself to switch that and turn it back on now it's not exactly easy it still feels a little uncomfortable but with every single time I allow myself to make that shift for me at least things get a little better and I think I've told him, I'm, I'm like, I think that you're kind of stuck here and I would appreciate if you would try this with me, even though he's not quite as on board with all of the, if you will, woo-woo, even though this isn't really that woo-woo because I can prove to you that you can decide the energy you want to sit in and I'll do that in just a moment. Um, trying to get him on board with me for this. So if you are sitting in a relationship, if you're sitting somewhere in your life and you keep experiencing something, you're like, I don't want to experience this anymore, but I'm so used to experiencing it that that's what I'm going to expect. Chances are you're going to continue getting that. So if you want to shift it, you have to decide to experience something else. Now, if you don't believe that you can't change your experience right now, I want you to think about something that really angers you, something that has pissed you off lately, or something that you're afraid of. What are you scared of happening? What happens when you think about that? Immediately, your body reacts. You start to feel anxiety. Maybe you get a little nauseous, some tightness in your chest. You don't feel good, right? So I'm sorry I did that to you, but now think about something that makes you feel really, really good. Think about somebody that you love. Think about something that you are truly, truly grateful for and really allow yourself to feel that. Again, you probably felt a shift in your body. You felt lighter, more open. The knot in your stomach went away. The anxiety went away. And so Going back, I feel like I have said comfort like or connection like a million times in this podcast, but that's okay. Going back to just the connection example in our relationship, if we're together and one of us is like, I don't feel connected and you just keep thinking, I don't feel connected, I don't feel connected, what are you going to feel? No connection. But if you say, well, maybe the connection that I want isn't there, but I'm going to choose to feel it anyway, what happens? You get to feel it and it shifts not only from you, but to the other person. So 
feel like I've been rambling on for a few minutes, but I'm hoping I've, I've made my case and painted a picture for you. <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with that. You get to choose what you experience. And if you think you're going to experience something in a certain way, chances are that's what's going to show up for you. Now, I know this isn't 100% always the case. Sometimes, you know, you're surprised by what happens. But if you've been sitting in a pattern for a really long time and you expect this pattern to continue, these feelings to continue, likely that's what you'll get. Anyway, I'm going to sign off. I will see here, communicate. I don't know. What do you do on a podcast? You back next time. Thank you for listening. And please share this with anyone who you think could benefit from hearing this message. I love you. I see you and have a beautiful day.